Wow! I mean, this really is unbelievable. It's been a long time since I had checked ratings for the formerly undisputedly woke on FS1. To be honest with you, I forgot this dump was still operational. I forgot Skip Bayless was still on television. Looking at these ratings, he might not be on TV much longer. I mean, this is bad. This has reached Bamani Jones' level of huge embarrassing failure. My long-term viewers, I'm sure you guys remember last year when we extensively covered Bob Dylan Mulvaney. Throughout 2023, Bobby D was everywhere. The peak of Bobby D happened last March when Bud Light released a promo on social media where... Dylan Mulvaney was playing the role of a woman who had never heard of March Madness. What is this March Madness? I know I haven't been a female for very long. Is that an inside term for my time of the month? Do I need to stock up on the tampons during the month of March? The legitimate outrage created by this commercial, it launched Dylan Mulvaney into the mainstream. Now sure, sure, Bobby D was already famous with parishioners of Woke United Methodist. Dylan Mulvaney was influential to people like Leah Thomas. How did Dylan eliminate that pesky beard? Mine keeps growing back. Before Bud Light, most people though, most people had never heard of Dylan Mulvaney before. When we talked about this last year, I told you guys countless times that this mainstream attention, it's only temporary. Dylan Mulvaney better take advantage of it because it's not going to last. Why? Because Dylan Mulvaney built a career that was based on a gimmick. The foundation wasn't based on talent or the complete lack of talent. Dylan Mulvaney built a career on a gimmick. Shock Factor, documenting 365 days of girlhood or womanhood transitioning from male to female. The problem when your career is based on a gimmick Eventually, the shock factor wears off. Eventually, people get tired of seeing the same thing. Every gimmick has an expiration date. Why do you think professional wrestlers or sports entertainers, why do you think they change their gimmicks? Back in the 1980s, Hulk Hogan, he was the ultimate good guy, the all-American hero. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. He was preaching a wholesome message to young children. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, brother. For seven or eight years, Hulkamania was running wild on you. As the 80s shifted to the early to mid-90s, the popularity of Hulk Hogan declined. As it turns out, Hulkamania was not forever. What happened? Those same kids who idolized Hulk Hogan in the 80s, they became rebellious teenagers in the 90s. Now, to his credit, Hulk Hogan has always been ahead of the curve. He joins the NWO in the mid-90s, becomes Hollywood Hogan, extends his professional wrestling career through the next decade. But the reason I am bringing up these gimmicks is because it directly relates to the decline of Skip Bayless. Just like Mulvaney Mania and Hulkamania, Skip Bayless built his television career on a gimmick. If you look at his rise on TV, it directly correlates to LeBron James' rise in the NBA. Skip Bayless became a household name by displaying his unhealthy obsession with LeBron James on national television five days every week. Look, 
I am not a defender of the self-described king. LeBron James lost my respect when he became the first billionaire in the NBA to claim to be the ultimate victim. I'm afraid to leave my house. The cops I hired for personal security, they might racially profile me, think I'm a bank robber, and use me for target practice. Even though I don't agree with him politically, I can be objective when talking about LeBron James and his career in the NBA. Not Skip Bayless, though. No, 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 no! LeBron could score 40, 50 points in a game. Skip Bayless, he would criticize him for not getting enough rebounds. LeBron could have 15 assists. Skip would criticize him for not scoring 40 or 50 points. This weird obsession with LeBron James, it's been going on for over two decades now. Thing is, for a little while, it worked. Especially once Skip convinced ESPN, the worldwide leader at Woke, to pair him with Stephen A. Smith. But over the last few years, the gimmick has become stale. When we look back on this five, maybe ten years from now, Shannon Sharp leaving FS1. Hey, it's me, Shay Shay! Shannon Sharp filing for divorce will be considered the beginning of the end of Skip Bayless's sports media career. By the way, did you guys see the cat fight today between Mike Epps and the grown man who proudly calls himself Shay Shay? <laughs> From what I have gathered, Mike Epps made a comment or maybe a joke about Shay having something in common with Don Lemon. The insinuation from Mike Epps was Shay enjoys a double shot of lemon just like Donnie. Now, this insinuation, it hurt Shay Shay's feelings, caused him to become emotional. Just because I've never been seen with a woman who has the ability to breathe without an air compressor doesn't mean I like lemons. Apparently, and I am not making this shit up, Mike and Shay, they are going to meet in Indianapolis this weekend to discuss Shay Shay's bedtime proclivities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on. All kidding aside, though, I have to admit that I was wrong about Shannon Sharp. When he filed for divorce from Skip Bayless and announced that he was leaving FS1 last summer, I said that Skip Bayless was the star of the show and Shay Shay was the co-star. I was wrong. It is abundantly clear that Shay Shay was the primary draw on FS1. Last month, Fox Sports, they issued a press release bragging about their rating success in 2023. In this press release, they didn't provide actual data because their ratings still suck, but they did brag about the success of three of their shows. Colin Cowherd had his best year at FS1 in 2023, increasing his ratings by 19% over 2022. I can understand that. Colin Cowherd is incredibly talented. I don't listen to sports talk radio anymore like I used to. I listen primarily to shows on YouTube. But in my opinion, Colin Cowherd is the best show on sports talk radio. The other two shows mentioned by FS1 were Speak for Yourself and First Things First. The latter is the show that features the absolutely insufferable Nikki Wright, one of the originators when it comes to apologizing for white privilege. Nick Wright will apologize for white privilege, but he doesn't seem willing to give up his own job to someone belonging to a marginalized group. There was something in someone mysteriously missing in this press release, though. Not one time did Fox Sports mention Skip Bayless and Undisputed. Hmm. 
I wonder why didn't take me very long to find the reason. When Shay and Bay were living a life of brotherly love, undisputed average between 150, 200,000 viewers a day. First take doubled the size of their audience, but 200,000, that's a good average on FS1. Undisputed was the most watched show on the network. Fast forward a year or so later, Skip Bayless doesn't rank in the top 15 on his own network. Last week was the week of the Super Bowl, one of the busiest times of year for shows that are centered around sports in the NFL. Last week, Skip Bayless averaged 76,000 viewers. He averaged less than 30,000 in the key 18 to 49 demo. So far this year, 12 episodes have pulled less than 100,000 viewers, with 7 of those 12 happening in the last 7 episodes. If executives at Fox Sports weren't worried about this show before, they are damn sure worried about it now. These are the types of ratings that get you immediately canceled. Skip Bayless has fallen out of the top 500 on cable. There's 534 shows drawing a larger audience than Undisputed. I didn't realize there were still 500 shows on cable. Skip Bayless is getting beaten by reruns of Gunsmoke. The fucking WNBA triples the size of his audience. Just think about that. More people are watching Dump Divers than watching Skip Bayless obsess over LeBron James. Last week, Skip Bayless was beaten by professional bowling. Grown men playing with oversized heavy balls are more entertaining than Skip Bayless. This is pure speculation on my part, but I think Skip Bayless lost a lot of people's respect when he refused to stand up for himself last fall. Back in September, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, they spent the entire month shitting all over Skip Bayless. Shay would go on A's podcast and they would demonize Skip. A would go on Shay's podcast and they would make fun of Skip Bayless. Now keep in mind, they were demonizing and making fun of the man who resurrected their media careers. If it wasn't for Skip Bayless... Stephen A. would probably still be a beat writer for the NBA. 10 or 15 years ago, no one at ESPN was willing to work with Stephen A. Smith. How do I know that? I read about it in his own autobiography. Those are Stephen A.'s words, not mine. The tarnishing of Skip Bayless, it went on for weeks. The entire month of September, instead of defending himself, Skip Bayless just refused to reply. I think people lost respect for him over that. Have you noticed clips of Undisputed never go viral anymore? I have seen a couple of episodes of the new and improved Undisputed without Shay Shay. Skip Bayless just, he's just not the same. He's most effective when he's an asshole. Now Skip Bayless is trying to play the role of the nice guy. You know that old saying, nice guys finish last? That is not hyperbole, it's the truth. And when you look at the ratings, who's in last place? Skip Bayless, the nice guy. Men, we have a tendency to have a hard time letting go. A big part of our identity is tied to our careers. You know why Tom Brady played in the NFL until he was 45 years old? You know why Drew Brees extended his NFL career even though he was a shell of himself? 
they had a hard time letting go. The Lakers had no chance of winning the NBA Finals, not this year, and because of their cap situation, the Lakers don't have a chance to win the Finals in the near future. Yet, LeBron James continues to play basketball at 39 years old. Why? It's hard to let it go. Skip Bayless is 72 years old. Let me ask you something. How many 72-year-old men do you see on television and sports media? How many 72-year-old men do you see every day on television hosting shows, period? It's a young man's world. That's why they call it retirement. When you get older, you retire. But a lot of men have a hard time with it. And look, I completely understand it. One day, I'm going to be in the same situation. I feel bad for Skip Bayless. To be honest with you, Undisputed should have ended when Shannon Sharp left. At that point, the show was over. Skip Bayless has tried to rebuild it. He's tried Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, Lil Wayne. It's just, it's just not the same. And it's not the same because Skip Bayless isn't the same. Unfortunately for Skip Bayless, he might not be given a choice here. With his salary averaging 76,000 viewers, that is not sustainable. Like I said yesterday when we were talking about Pat McAfee, ratings for sports talk shows, they usually decline once NFL season's over. Their worst months of the year, June, July, and August. Skip Bayless, he doesn't have any viewers to lose. If ratings decline any further, they won't be able to measure them. It's going to be interesting to see how Fox Sports chooses to handle this. But what do you think? Is this sustainable? Are we witnessing the beginning of the end of the sports media career of Skip Bayless? Why do you think his ratings have declined? I gave you a couple of reasons. Give me your reasons. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.